Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Acts chapter 10. At Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian Regiment. He and all of his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. One day, at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. Cornelius stared at him in fear. What is it, Lord? he asked. The angel answered, Your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Now, send men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon, who is also called Peter. He is staying with Simon the Tanner, whose house is by the sea. When the angel who spoke to him had gone, Cornelius called two of his servants and a devout soldier who was one of his attendants. He told them everything that had happened and sent them to Joppa. About noon the following day, as they were on their journey approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat, and while the meal was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw heaven opened and something like a large sheet being let down to earth by its four corners. It contained all kinds of four-footed animals, as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, and immediately the sheet was taken back to heaven. While Peter was wondering about the meaning of the vision, The men sent by Cornelius found out where Simon's house was and stopped at the gate. They called out, asking if Simon, who was known as Peter, was staying there. While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you, so get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Peter went down and said to the men, I'm the one you're looking for. Why have you come? The men replied, We have come from Cornelius the centurion. He's a righteous and God-fearing man who is respected by all of the Jewish people. A holy angel told him to ask you to come to his house so that he could hear what you have to say. Then Peter invited the men into the house to be his guests. The next day, Peter started out with them, and some of the believers from Joppa went along. The following day he arrived in Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. As Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet in reverence. But Peter made him get up. Stand up, he said. I'm only a man myself. While talking with him, Peter went inside and found a large gathering of people. He said to them, You are well aware that it's against our law for a Jew to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without raising any objection. May I ask why you sent for me? Cornelius answered, Three days ago I was in my house praying at this hour, at three in the afternoon. 
Suddenly, a man in shining clothes stood before me and said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and remembered your gifts to the poor. Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He is a guest in the home of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and it was good of you to come. Now, we are all here in the presence of God to listen to everything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. You know that the message God sent to the people of Israel announcing the good news of peace was through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. You know what has happened throughout the province of Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, and how he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil, because God was with him. We are witnesses of everything he did in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They killed him by hanging him on a cross. But God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all the people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen, by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and of the dead. All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles, for they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Now, by way of background, this is approximately 10 years after the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so the early church focused on sharing the good news of Jesus with only Jewish believers at that time. The first believers were Jews. And later, the church continued to have many Jewish believers. But for the first 10 years, the church was made up virtually exclusively of Jews who came to believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So here we are 10 years later, and uh, Peter is given a vision. And it's not a vision about food, even though it uh, has to do with food. It's a vision about God now including all men in his plan of redemption. But let's start with the beginning with this man Cornelius, because Cornelius was the first Gentile, according to the New Testament, who received the gift of God in the person of Jesus Christ. There may have been other Gentiles, but this is the first one we know of by name. In verse 1, at Caesarea there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion in what was known as the Italian Regiment. So he was a soldier. He was an Italian soldier. And he and all of his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. Now note those two things. He gave generously to those in need and he prayed to God regularly, plus the fact that he was a God-fearing man. So one day at about three in the afternoon, he had a vision. He distinctly saw an angel of God who came to him and said, Cornelius. And Cornelius was shocked, of course. And the angel said, 
your prayers and gifts to the poor have come up as a memorial before God. Let's just pause with that for a second. Now, friends, imagine that all of your prayers and all of your gifts for the poor and for the work of the Lord, the kingdom of God, are recorded before the throne of God in some sort of a a memorial. Imagine a little um, mound, if you will, representing your prayer life and representing your giving life. And so these two little memorial statues growing before the throne of God, representing the prayers and the giving of Cornelius, were so lavish and so extraordinary that God Almighty took note of this Cornelius as an extraordinary man because of his prayer life and his gifts to the poor. They were memorial offerings before God. So uniquely, this was um, a Cornelius's reason for being chosen. But how about you? How about me? How does your prayer life look in the throne room of God? How does your life of giving to the work of the Lord look before the throne of God? There is some type of of meter, if you will, (laughs) from a, a spiritual perspective, running in eternity that shows God exactly what we're praying, how much we're praying, how often we're praying, what we're giving, how we're giving, if is it generous, is it occasional, whatever, lavish. But in this case, this man's prayer life and his giving life were so extraordinarily approved by God that he was selected as the first Gentile in the New Testament to receive the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so he was told to send for Peter. In the meantime, Peter's in a trance. He's having a trance, and the Lord is revealing to him that he has made what was previously impure clean, and that Peter is to reject nothing that he has made clean. In verse 19, it says, while Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Simon, three men are looking for you. So get up and go downstairs. Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Then Peter went downstairs and found the representatives from Cornelius, who had been told by the angel to send for Peter. And so Peter went with them. They go back to Cornelius's house. Peter hears the story of the angelic visitation. He remembers his own vision. And he says these words in verse 34. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what's right. And so, friends, I was not born Jewish. I'm from the nations. I'm a Gentile. Perhaps you're a Gentile as well. But God does not show favoritism, or it's not exclusive to the Jews any longer, the favor of God, but he accepts everyone who fears him and does what's right. And so the Lord sent Jesus Christ into the world, first to the people of Israel, announcing the good news, and then, by extension, to all the nations of the world. So while Peter was speaking, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard his message. And the circumcised believers that were with Peter, the Jews, were shocked that God had poured out the Holy Spirit on Gentiles. But he had, and he has continually, since this outpouring in Acts chapter 10 in the home of Cornelius. So immediately Peter had him baptized in water uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, and uh, the, the gospel was now open, full on, For the Gentiles, according to the moving of the Holy Spirit and the angelic visitation and the vision of Peter. So in the coming chapters, this will become controversial. But for now, I just want to pray into this. Lord, I thank you that the gospel of Jesus Christ is for every tribe, tongue, and nation. Lord, I thank you that it is and was to the Jews first. The gospel of salvation came through the Jews. Jesus Christ was a Jewish Messiah and the Messiah of all mankind. 
But in addition to being the Messiah, he's the Son of God. And he came to rescue Gentiles and Jews from their sins, to give a hope and a future to all men who would receive him. Lord, I pray that we would recognize the great gift that's been extended to us. And we thank you, Lord, for your salvation and for your Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.